Thanks for joining us today on the What Podcast, helping you to support local, use local and buy local. Letting you know what's happening, what's on and what's on offer in the local area. The What Podcast. Welcome to the What Podcast. My name is Liam Stone and today's podcast is brought to you by whatoffers.co.uk, the local podcast dedicated to support local businesses. So support local, use local and buy local wherever you are. Today's podcast is sponsored by Carlucci's, the oldest Italian restaurant in Dunfermline. If you fancy some authentic Italian food, then head down to Dunfermline High Street and find Carlucci's for a great service and great food. Or alternatively, you can download their app and you can get up to 50% off your first order and uh, have authentic Italian food delivered to your home. Now, uh, all our sponsors can be found on whatoffers.co.uk and... Um, along with thousands of other businesses that you can find there to support your local businesses wherever you are. Now, on today's show, uh, we were uh, supposed to have a local interview coming in, but unfortunately they've had to reschedule at the last minute. So our backup interview is joining us today, David, who is our resident backup interviewee, or as otherwise known, he is the person who edits all our videos. So thanks for joining us, David. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> We're going to have a wee chat today a bit about David and what he's been up to. Um, and before we get into that, I just wanted to remind you that we've got the uh, What Wednesday Winner competition is uh, coming to a close very shortly. So you've got a few hours left to enter. If you fancy winning 50 quid to spend in any local business, then you can jump over to our Facebook page and all you have to do is mention um, in the comments, a business that you love, and if you are win, or if you've chosen to win, you can win £50 to spend in that business that you mention. And you can mention as many businesses as you like and get an entry for each business that you mention. So good luck with that and jump over. 50 quid to spend in a local business. Oh, I'd love it. Um, I would. <laughs> what, 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 what business would you spend it in? Oh, um, oh, that's a good question. I don't actually know. There's too many to pick from. <laughs> Um, obviously, being the summer, I don't know if I would actually get to spend it. I think that would be maybe the kids' choice. I, <laughs> I felt the same. I think my wife would uh, certainly predict predict where we would spend that money as well. Um, but, you know, obviously, we want to help support the local businesses. And we thought, well, you know, let's do a competition where people can choose where they want to spend that money. And um, whichever local business is obviously mentioned... Um, by whatever person that mentions them, they'll um, they'll they'll we'll set up for them to have a fifty pound credit to go into that shop or business or service or whatever it is that they've, they've picked, and uh, at least we know that the local business is getting supported. Oh, definitely. Which which is the main thing. Um, obviously, um, you know, you've come in joining us a few weeks ago, David. You didn't know who we were or what we did, and. Um, you know, that, that is what we're about, is obviously supporting local businesses as much as you possibly can. So, you know, a few weeks ago when you joined us, compared to now, you now have a bit a bit of an understanding about what it is that we do, and, you know, you've kind of seen us and the reasons why we do it. What, what do you think it all? It's, for me, it's a great idea. What is trying to be done here is fantastic because... I've seen, even going down high streets, it's always the local shops, the smaller businesses that are empty. Aye. They're starting to disappear, which Aye. I must admit, at the start, I'm kind of thinking to myself, you know what, I'm, I kind of kind of walk past some of them, but more when you're here, you're like, well, that's actually a really great idea. Get people 
spending in local shops, helping local businesses, and you know, there's some great things that you can probably actually find on your doorstep. You don't even think about it. There's a lot of businesses that people didn't even know about um, okay. that are on their doorstep, and they might walk past them a hundred times, but then you know they didn't really notice them because a lot of the time when we're going to High Street, you might have something particular in mind that you're going for. Okay. So you know you, you you're not really paying attention to what's actually around you. Um, but again, there's a lot of businesses that aren't even on the high street, you know, because the you know whatever the type of business they have might not suit the high street or whatever it might be. The high street might not offer enough space or might be too expensive or whatever it is. So they end up tucked away in industrial estates or they're running a service business where they can run it for their home or their garage or, or whatever it might be. And, um, you know, they just never get found, you know, and, and try to find them online is damn near impossible. Oh, why? You know, so it's, 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 it is important for local businesses. We see them all the time. Um, just this morning, someone mentioned to me there's a, it's a local um, pub called the Haberdashery, um, which is based in Dunfermline, and somebody said to me that they're shut. And, and it was only, I think, about a year or so ago that I spoke to somebody who was involved in a major refurb for that company. Um, so they've done a complete refurb with their, their, their pub, um, spent a lot of money. They got the beer garden done up, and you know, um, they were just really getting to launch just as they were coming out of the, the lockdowns that we had. And you know, they've spent a fortune on the place, and, and now they're out of business. Oh, yeah, I think, you know, as you were saying, their lockdown, I think lockdown has played a big part. And then mm. this side of lockdown, everything starting to, we can move freely. There's a kind of certain places you can edge it back to normal, obviously, you know. Still say keep your distance, but mm. what this is a great idea for the, this side Aye. about trying to help the local because there has been so many local businesses shut because mm. of COVID. Aye, I mean, you, the perfect example was um, one that was busy, um, which was um, the, the the restaurant in town, which was kind of like an all you all you can eat sort of buffet restaurant. It was the only one we had. In them, uh, you know, in the Fairmont, mm-hmm. and um, they, they they bought the building, uh, go all done up, it looks really nice inside. Um, you, I don't know if you've ever been to it. It was the the kinema, um, which obviously replaced the iconic building. They tried to keep the name and everything else, and you know they seem to be in pretty well. We went through lockdown. I know they had a bit of a, a problem because during lockdown there was a, a major storm that caused damage to the roof, which. I remember it being uh, reported on it was £60,000 in damage to repair the roof. But, you know, they, they had to do that. They had to get the roof repaired, but they were still shut. They still didn't have customers because they were in lockdown. And um, as lockdown finished and everywhere started to open up, I remember thinking to myself, I thought, you know, it's been ages since I've been to a buffet. I'm going to enjoy London. And they've never opened back up. And they're actually, now the building's up for sale. They're out of business. And you think, it's such a shame, you know what I mean? Because there's some great local businesses that have disappeared. And and a lot of people didn't even realise they've disappeared. But for me, it's not just that the business disappears. It's not just that, you know, something that you like to use is no longer available. And mm-hmm. okay, it might get replaced by somebody else doing something else, and you might love that as well. But for me, it really comes back to the people, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's someone's livelihood, that's someone's lifetime investment, and 
they've put their savings, their they've put their whole life into trying to build something that maybe a you know building a future for themselves, for their family, to you know put a roof over their family's head, send their kids over to uh, karate classes every week, and you know all these sort of things. It's just normal people trying to live a normal life and and provide a service, and suddenly their life, you know, I feel for their people because I know what it's like when you put your life into something and it's suddenly taken away for you. You know, that's hard. Oh, it's, it's got to be really hard. I mean, I never ever done my own business. I never got to that stage, but I was working towards it and obviously certain health issues myself took mm. me out of it and then I was gutted. I ended up having to well, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've talked about this, you know, because obviously you were a painting and decorator yep. to trade. Yep. And and obviously you had a, a, a health issue that made it so that you could no longer continue that career path. Aye. And again, that's a very similar thing. It's almost like the, 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 the rug's been pulled, pulled from under your feet and suddenly, you know, you've got to get back up and find a new path. That's it. Yeah. You know? I mean, COVID's done to so many people, it's unbelievable. Mm. And people might get fed up with speaking about COVID, but it has massive, because as you were just saying about the, the shop, the place is just shutting down 60,000. We're closed, but they've mm. still got to try and find the money to go and fork all that suit, and then mm. coming back in, she said it starts with people, it starts with, you know, people like myself, mm. going out and supporting more local shops, going out to local shops and spending well, that's five it. or here and there or whatever you can. I mean, we can't always shop local. No. You know, it's, it's no everything is on your doorstep. But if you need something specific, Aye. you know, um, there's no always a local shop to provide that product. Sometimes no. you do have to look at your big chains or your national brands or, you know, places, you know, like Argos or whatever, or Curry's, and you just can't find that specific thing in a local shop. But... I think the message we want to get across to everybody is that it's just that when you do need to get something, just take a second to think, right, okay, can I get this locally? Can I help mm. su to support my community by buying this product or getting this service over somebody that provides it locally? And and obviously, if there's no somebody that provides it locally, then fine. You know what I mean? You, you get it where you need to get it. But if it is possible to get it local, then, then get it local. Definitely. Get it local is probably one of the best things I... Must admit, when I first came here, I wasn't in that frame of mind. I was mm. just probably the same as everybody else. We'll just go, I mean, the bigger supermarkets or something like that. Aye. So if I was doing shopping, I would go to, say, like Aldi's for one, Aye. and then I would jump across the Morrison's for something else because they didn't Aye. have it. But I never ever thought about maybe local grocery sh uh, stores. Aye. might have something. It could be cheaper. It could be, you know. That's it's, it's, it's convenience, isn't it? Aye. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's what boils, didn't it? Um, and, and you know it's it's that hassle you maybe having to go to one place or one thing and one place or another where you can just go and get everything all in one place and, and you know that's why we created our platform was, was kind of to have everything in one place to try and make it more convenient to support local businesses mm -hmm. um, but of course we've not got every business there we've got a lot of businesses there but it's it's trying to replicate that convenience finding local businesses that you can support um, before you go to the national brand. But, I mean, you know, talking about local, <laughs> I know for one thing for yourself, um, obviously you've been at college locally um, yep. in Fife. You've uh, been studying. This was your new career path that you chose <laughs> after you were forced to do what you, you wanted to do in the first place. Mm -hmm. And you spent a couple of years at Fife College, obviously, 
studying media production and you've just finished that so you've got the, the you've done the first two years you've now got the summer holidays coming up enjoy a wee break for education what does it feel like to be the oldest guy in class um weird it's do you know something? I'm always one of these kind of people. I'm, I'm laid back, relaxed, and I'm good laugh and everything else. And I've never, ever felt old, regardless of having kids or anything like that. Mm. And then I'm sitting in a college class, and then I'll turn around and you meet 18, 19 year olds. Ah, mm. oh, when were you born? 1983. When were you born? 2000. As soon as they say 2000, I'm like, Aye. wow, <laughs> I'm old enough to be your dad. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can remember wow. a party I was at in 2000. <laughs> I can remember I went to a concert when you were born. I'm like, wow, that, that puts that kind of same perspective on me, but there's no difference between the college being quite a lot of people will think, even changing and um, going to college at the age of 36. Mm. People will think, even myself, I thought, oh, wow, it was a, bit, a little bit freaky, but when you turn up, nah, it's... The vast majority of students at Fire College are classes mature students. Aye. And that's 21 and above. And I'm from right as a high percentage are actually mature students. And there was someone um, earlier this year that graduated, and I think it was in early education, and I'm sure if I remember right, she was in her 70s. Mm. She was at Fife College. She went back to Fife College to get, you know, qualifications in Aye. something she's already done. I was like, wow. I know. There are a lot more mature students, as they call them, um, going to college now. Um, It's something I did think about at one point in my life, but I'm guessing when the time came that you had to decide you had to do something else, and you probably thought, right, okay, I need to learn something. Mm -hmm. I mean, was that that an easy thing that you could just go, right, okay, I'm going to go back to college? Or was it something you thought... Should I go to college? Should I not go to college? You know, was that something that took a bit of time to make that decision, or was it pretty easy? It took time. <laughs> the way it kind of works out, or it worked out for me, I was put into the situation, so I had to kind of think quick to mm. go, and I knew I had to go and learn something new, mm. because people won't take on somebody at my age. There probably will be companies out there that will take on somebody at my age and train them up, but the vast majority uh-huh. will turn and go, well, no... We're going to take on somebody younger aye. and, you know, mold them in the way unless, we want to. Aye. Unless you're just doing a general job that anybody aye. can do, you know what I mean? So I was kind of stuck to start with. I was like, oh, um, don't know what don't know what to do. And then people started saying, well, what do you like? As in, like, oh, what do you mean? Hobbies or anything, anything in your aye. spare time. So I had a think. And then I went to Skills Development Scotland mm. and they said the exact same thing. I love, I love music, radio, films, TV. I'd sit and watch that. I'll do that in my spare time and everything else. And that will turn that into a job. And media kept on coming up. And I did think years ago about trying to go into radio and Kingdom FM, who were in Markinch at the time. I was like, that's really handy. Look at entry-level jobs there. There was nothing popping up. I'll go down this route. I'm forced into it. Five College were doing a media course. So I'd done the NC Broadcast Media for an entry course because it was 20 years since I was at school beforehand. Nice. So, yeah, a little bit of time. <laughs> a bit different back then as well. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, and then I went from the NC Broadcast Media and I chose radio production, mm. which obviously takes you in throughout radio shows and how to, you know, produce some, present them, you know, ins and outs of radio stations and radio shows. And it also then started to cover podcasting. 
the reason why they've started cover, um, covering podcasts now is because podcasts is becoming massive. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Oh. Um, you know, it's, it's hence why we are doing this. <laughs> it's one of the biggest things now because everybody's loving it because it's, the reason behind for the podcasting being so big is because you can listen to it anywhere. You can download uh, it, you can listen to it on your phone on the way to work. I, th- I think as well, it's just a bit different for listening to music because it's something where you you can, you can just listen to, you know, like us, two people having a random conversation, you know, and you might pick up something you like or you might be listening to a podcast that's specific to a certain thing, you know. Something you like. Um, but it's, you know, it's becoming hugely popular. Um, you know, we, we, we thought we would jump onto it. And and it was really to, to maybe talk about things that were either happening on the platform, we could talk about, about businesses, we talk about our sponsors, we talk about people that have joined the platform as partners and things like that. Um, and we also talk about events and things. I mean, a couple of events at like this week as well I wanted to mention is obviously, you know, we talked about COVID and we talked about lockdowns and things like that. Um, but yesterday it was the NHS's birthday. So it was National NHS Day, um, which, you know, we've got to get a big shout out to the people in the NHS. You know, we've heard so many stories. I must admit, for me, I remember a couple of times where we thought maybe the kids were getting really ill and we thought, you know, are we going to have to take them to hospital to get checked out? And and for me, I just felt it was a really daunting task during lockdown and thinking having to go to hospital for something um, because you knew you were going to be going into the one building in your area that had the most amount of infections in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so for me, as if I was an NHS worker, I mean, I... I I mean, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I just think they're really brave, doing what they do, especially over the last couple of years. So hats off to them. Oh, definitely. I mean, my brother's a nurse practitioner and he's worked in the NHS since he's left school. So that was, he yeah. went doing nursing. And he's told me some stories. I won't put yeah. them out. And it shines a different light on this pandemic side of what they actually mm. do. They go up and you know, above and beyond before this. Aye, aye. This side, you're like, you think to yourself when you're hearing the stories, and you're like, wow. Mm. The fact that when it first started, you couldn't actually, you know, go home to family members aye. and everything else. And then aye. as you were saying, if you want to take people in, you're like, wow, wait a minute. And you have a panic, or you can't actually go with someone because you can have to go on themselves, and you're like, well, how are they going to feel? And then it's a big, it was aye. big on mental health anyway, but... No, I mean, I, I know, I know there's been things up and down the country where they said, oh, they could have done better with this and could have done better with that. They could have done a lot better if they had a lot more money to spend. It was one of the things, you know what I mean? But it's, it's I mean, this this was new for everybody, what we've had to go through. This is this was something they had experience That's it. This is my opinion. I mean, I've heard people say, no, they could have done better with this and they could have done better with that. And just, as I said, just my opinion. They can't see what's coming in the future. They've only no. got to... This is the first time this has happened to us. That's it. They're learning as they're going, but they've got to learn uh-huh. quicker than we have. They've got uh-huh. to deal with that. So you're like... Mm-hmm. You can toss up and turn around and say, well, this could be certain things could have been done better, but it's a new thing. Everybody was just thrown yeah. into it. No, yeah. that's it. And, and, and the thing is, is a lot of the decisions are made are not made by the people who run the NHS or by the people who work in the NHS. Nah. They're run by the people that run the country. So... Uh, you know, if, if we're saying things should have been done better, then it starts at the top. You know, you mean? look at them when they come so, back. So, I mean, uh, for me, the, the 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 you know the National NHS Day for me is is really 
know about supporting or, or you know celebrating the NHS as a corporation, um, you know, because that's the government side. Yeah, for me, it's about supporting and, and showing thanks to the people who put put you know their, their lives on the front line, um, especially in things like what's happened, um, and it's the people that work in the, in the NHS providing the service to you and me and everybody else, you know, that, that's the people that we should be celebrating, no, 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 the government side of what is the NHS, um, you know, because obviously they're the ones that make the decisions that we, we should all be playing when it goes <laughs> wrong. You know, True. at the end of the day, the people that provide the service are just doing what they're being told to do, and, and I think, they, I think, I think they've done an exceptional job, especially over the last couple of years, um, can it be an easy situation for them, so... If you're an NHS worker, I would just like to say thank you and congratulations um, for obviously the service that you provide. It's much appreciated. Um, on a bright or not, a bit of a fun day coming up tomorrow. If you have ever had that person in your life, now me and you can't say anything, David, because you're married and I'm married. But if you're not married, or, or maybe if you are, and there's always been that one person you fancied kissing that you've never got up the courage to, then tomorrow it's National Kissing, kiss, kissing, kissing. kissing Day. <laughs> so if you've got that one person you've always fancied kissing, then just make sure you get permission first. But it might be the perfect excuse. And uh, if there's somebody you shouldn't be kissing, because you've got a wife like you and me, yep. then just make sure it's an excuse to give your partner a, a nice big kiss on National Kissing Day. You know, I would ask you if there's anybody else that you fancy kissing other than your wife, but that'll probably get you into trouble. <laughs> I probably would. No, I would be. We've kind of gone down that route. That's a celebrity sign, you know, celebrity crushes, but we're not going down that far. That's going to be a bit of a fun day. I hope somebody doesn't get into trouble out there because I've told you to go around kissing whoever you want to, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, permission first, always. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It may be a good excuse to, to, to do something. Um, talk about doing things. Obviously, summer holidays are up, David. You know, yep. you, you've got obviously a bit of time off of, I would say, school. <laughs> oh, school I bet you never thought getting to the age that you are that somebody would say, well, you've got six weeks off school now, son. I'm actually, do you know something? <laughs> I never ever thought I would be back at, you know, in education at this age, but I, I don't go back till the 19th of September, so I get a little bit longer, but the kids are aye, off. So aye. it's trying to find things for them. I've got an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old, so... Have you got holidays? I mean, you've not mentioned holidays to me. Have you got holidays planned up? I don't. Now, no. this is a weird thing. My wife's already been away to Dubai this year. That was mm -hmm. a... Um, a big birthday I won't put her age out just because right, she will okay. batter me for it that was a big birthday surprise for her and her sister so they went and celebrated that right um, my youngest daughter is going down to see her uncle um, for two weeks with my mum and then my oldest daughter is getting taken away by my sister in October so I'm the only one staying here <laughs> I'm not getting a holiday lucky you then so yeah that's it. Well, you can have a holiday after the summer holidays when you have to go to Sunderland for the university. And you can just look forward to that. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm trying to get that planned. So, yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, if you have uh, got anything that you've you know, got planned for the summer, then great. If you've gone on holiday, fantastic. We hope you have a wonderful time. If you are like me or David and stuck at home for the next six and a half, seven weeks and wondering what to do with yourself, you may want to head over to our website, what.live, where you can see an article that we just put up recently, which is the best of the summer festivals in Scotland. 
So if you fancy a festival, you love your live music, there's some festivals on there across the central belt of Scotland and up in Perth, um, where you can obviously go get yourself off to a festival. If obviously you are um, maybe looking for something a bit different, then you can jump onto uh, What Offers and go into the What's On section and you'll find various different days that you can find quirky things that you can celebrate, like National Kissing Day. And um, there's also some stuff up there for Alhambra and various other places. Um, but just one thing I wanted to note is if you do have kids, I don't know if you've seen this, David, but if you do have kids and you want to keep them active, then one of the things you can do is you can jump over to the Fife uh, Council website. And if you just, we'll, we'll put a link in the, the uh, description, um, but you can go into their uh, Super Summer um, part of the website, which has got loads of activities, and they're all community use activities through the Holy Fife, so you can search by area and see all the different activities that are coming up. Some of them are even free, and they're great if you've got kids, you know, that are young age, that you want to keep them occupied, you want something, because let's face it, you don't want them sitting at home for the next six and a half weeks. No. And if you've not got a holiday planned, you need to find something for them to do. So, you know, this might be a, a, a great resource that you find local stuff for your kids to get involved in. That's it. I mean, we were speaking just before, we were speaking yep. before this, and I was saying to you, like, was it a, a pound... No, swim quit, for, quit, quit a kid. Quit uh, a kid. But that's what you told me. I only thought it was for the swimming. Uh, You've actually just yeah. told me it's like across quite a few other things as uh, well. It's in, any, of the, any of the five uh, leisure centres, um, basically, the, the, the you know, my kids are quite active. They play badminton a lot. Mm. My son goes to the gym. My daughter loves swimming. Um, you know, but you know, we, we, we had got them memberships for different things, but the memberships don't cover badminton. So even during... Um, the off-peak, or you know, during the, the yeah, the, I think they, they describe it as peak times, actually, at this time of year, but when the kids are off school, um, it's quite a kid, and that covers them for everything. So you can, if you want to go swimming, you end fine. But like my kids, they'll get the badminton court for an hour, so they mm -hmm. just pay a pound each. Um, so, yeah, it covers everything. So no matter what your kids are up to, whether it be five-a-side football or whether it be basketball or playing badminton or going swimming or whatever it is they want to do, or if your kids are over 14, they want to go to the gym, I think the gym's also included, but it's a quid a kid for everything. So, um, yeah, it's a good it's a good time to keep the kids get the kids active if obviously you've got a holiday planned. Peace and quiet for an hour. You can sit in the cafes in some of the places it. and have some sort of coffee or whatever That's it is. All of the leisure centres have a library attached or stuff like that mm. as well. Um, you know, in Dunfermline, you've got the, the library at, um, at Dalek Leisure Centre, so you can drop the kids in, you can go and sit and read a book in the library or, you know, whatever it is you fancy doing. Or you can go and sit in, you know, McDonald's or whatever for an hour if you just want an hour to <laughs> yourself. <laughs> and, and, and an hour in McDonald's without the kids, uh, that actually sounds pointless, actually. Oh, tell me about it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think an hour in, in maybe a coffee shop or something like that would probably be more appropriate. Or maybe you just fancy putting your feet up and, you know, Relax. doing nothing oh, for an hour. Do absolutely nothing. I think that's what I normally do when my kids are busy. Actually, it's a time for I can just put my feet up and actually do nothing. I want my wife would probably argue that that's what I do most of the time. But <laughs> Same, same, same. You know, I think that's a general kind of thing, to be fairness. Um, well, we'll put some links in the description, obviously, where you can find the, uh, the all the different activities over the summer holidays. Um, and hopefully if you've got something that you fancy doing, then hopefully we can help you find it. Um, now, we just want to say thanks for obviously listening or watching today. 
Um, we're going to be back on Thursday for the second part of your chat, so please join us there where we're going to be um, chatting a wee bit more about um, what we do and chatting with David as well. Um, if you would like to be featured on the podcast or come in and have a chat and tell us about what you're up to, if you're a local business and you want to talk about something that you're doing or you run a local charity um, or if you've got classes coming up and maybe you run a club or something like that, you want to talk about over the summer holidays, then uh, drop me an email at Liam at what offers and um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at maybe getting you in if you've got something you want to chat about or maybe you're just a local consumer or a, you know, a local resident that you want to bring something up or chat about something or whatever or you want to be part of the podcast yeah, give us a shout and let us know um, it'd be great to have you in and um, you know, obviously uh, see what you've got to say um, but for now, thank you very much for watching my name's Liam and thanks for joining us David no problem and we look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, whatever you need, head over to whatoffers.co.uk or what.live to see more of our podcasts and join us again to see what's up next. Mm -hmm.